Holy Letters of the Rebbe, Volume 10. This is letter number 3311. Baruch Hashem, dated the 28th of Shvat, Tavshin Tezva, Brooklyn, Sholem of Racham. One of the uh, key points in the beginning of the Tanya, uh, the Alter Rebbe discusses about the two souls that we each, uh, every Jewish person has an extra soul. Nefesh Hashenis, he says that's the neshama, that's the godly soul, and that godly soul is a part of Hashem, which means that um, Hashem sort of put into every person, into their body, a soul, which is sort of a piece of godliness, of holiness, and a spiritual high level, an entity called the soul, and that soul works within the person. But that's called a Jewish soul, which is a chelik eloka mimal mamash. It's a part of godliness, actually from above, that comes down into the body of the person. Now, um, this uh, theory or this statement has been challenged. And this person is saying to the Rebbe that he found in various different uh, uh, sephorim uh, that that doesn't um, doesn't sit well. Asks questions on it, and uh, he's questioning the uh, the version, the uh, the statement that the Alter Rebbe gives over here. And the Rebbe, without addressing the actual questions and everything else, the Rebbe goes by the rules, which means um, there are rules how we rule halacha, how we rule halacha. There are rules about it. So, like, uh, generally, if you have a earlier sage saying something one way and then you have a later sage differing with the earlier sage the halacha remains like the later sage why? because the assumption is that the later sage saw the opinion of the earlier one and he still disagreed, or he answered the other one's points, and he still said what he said. So therefore, the ruling remains like the later one. And basically what the Rebbe is saying, the Alter Rebbe was later than this uh, author of the Sefer Nishmas Chaim, who objects to that, and since the Alter Rebbe has seen him and he still said differently, the ruling remains like the Alter Rebbe because the Alter Rebbe is after the author of Nishmas Chaim. But that's besides the point. So the Rebbe says, here we're dealing about a esoteric part of the Torah. We're dealing about what about where does the soul come from? And what is, that's part of the Kabbalah, that's part of the secrets of the Torah. Now, 
we actually have also another rule that when there are two rabbis disagreeing, if one is more familiar than the other rabbi in this this particular topic, we will rule like the person who has more familiarity with the topic. The person, the fact that he's more familiar, the assumption is that he will rule correctly. Uh, We haven't, like for example, in the Talmud, uh, we have uh, certain matters that are monetary matters, and we have certain matters that are halachic matters. There were two great rabbis in the Talmud, one is Rav and one is Shmuel. They were always disagreeing, they always had differences of opinions in every matters. And uh, the Rush explains that the law, when we're talking about uh, non-monetary issues, we're talking about what you're allowed to do or not allowed to do. If you're talking, let's say, about kosher, is it kosher or not? Then there would be the law like Rav, because he had more familiarity with the laws of that are connected to Isur, that are prohibited or not. But if we are dealing with a monetary matter, such as, oh, does he owe him the money or not, uh, then we will go like Shmuel, because Shmuel was always involved uh, to rule with regards to monetary issues. And that's why he would be more meticulous, he would descend more into the depth, and he would come to the truth. So, the Rebbe is saying, basically, that you have to, when you want to know who is the law like, who is the correct ruling, you have to go by the one, first the Rebbe says, the one who was later, that's number one. Number two, over here we have to go according to the one who has the better familiarity, is more involved in that matter. So the Rebbe says, look, this we say even with Shemuel, the great sage, together when he disagrees with Rav. So the Rebbe says, for sure, in this case, the author of the Nishmas Chaim from which he asked the question, he was a very known activist, and he was also a choyker, he was a, uh, who investigated, uh, but during his lifetime, the Kabbalah teachings were not yet publicized. That means that he does not yet have a great familiarity with Kabbalah, although, uh, but and it wasn't really fully developed the way it was in the times of the Alter Rebbe. Notwithstanding that he does bring in his book Nishmas Chaim several matters that relate to the Kabbalah, but so basically the Rebbe gives two reasons 
why we should go by the opinion of the Alter Rebbe. First of all, the Alter Rebbe lived after this author of Nishmas Chaim, and the ruling remains like the one who came later. And number two, the Rebbe says that the Alter Rebbe had much more familiarity, the wisdom of the Kabbalah during the time of the Alter Rebbe was much more spread out and it was much more known than the other and the time of the Nishmas Chaim. And therefore, just like in Halacha, we go by the rabbi who has more uh, more knowledge in that particular subject. So therefore, the Rebbe says the Halacha will be like uh, the Alter Rebbe uh, as far that he rules that a Jewish soul that we have is apart from the uh, God above that he infuses into the body of the person. Now, we have to look up some of the uh, sources to get more familiarity, but this is just briefly, the Rebbe, without going into the actual discussion, just uh, saying that you can trust the Alter Rebbe on this one and uh, go by what the Alter Rebbe says. Then he asked the Rebbe another question. Uh, there is some people that say that you can wash your hands instead of going to the mikvah. But the Rebbe says that doesn't apply to people that need to do the mikvah from halachic, that would only help for additional purity. But if a person was tummy, any kind of a tumah, if a person was impure, then you actually need a mikvah. We're not talking about netila sidaim is not, does not work. In any event, this person writing the letter to the Rebbe doesn't say the name. He was basically asking the Rebbe some uh some questions, and the Rebbe turns it around, and the Rebbe says, I have a message for you, actually. Uh, and the Rebbe says, for sure, you heard about the three uh, study uh, schedules, which is, for all people, equal, for everybody. That was instituted from my father-in-law, the Rebbe, with all the titles here. And that is, number one, saying a portion of the Tehillim, as it has been divided up to the days of the month, every day after the morning prayers. And number two, to study a section of Chumash with Rashi's commentary from the uh, weekly portion on the Sunday from the beginning of the Sedra until Sheni, till the second portion, and on Sheni from the Sheni till Shlishi, etc. Number three, to also learn a portion of Tanya every day as it has been divided for the days of the year. And the Rebbe says, you should add onto this from on your own. And may the blessed Hashem succeed you. And the Rebbe concludes with a blessing. This is in the name of the Rebbe by the secretary. So here, um, the Rebbe tells him not to uh, worry about that there is a another rabbi in his book 
seems to contradict the Alter Rebbe. The ruling remains like the Alter Rebbe in any event that a soul is apart from Hashem. As far as uh, washing your hands in place of mikvah, that's for additional purity. You may be able to do that, but not when you need to actually go out of a tumah. There you need a mikvah. And the Rebbe encourages him uh, and talks to him about the three learning chitas, chumash, tilmetanya. And he says, add more on your own. And the Rebbe concludes with a blessing. And um, you see, whenever the Rebbe, um, somebody writes to the Rebbe, the Rebbe takes every opportunity to turn it around and also encourage the other person to be doing what uh, they should be doing.